Jesus tells the Pharisees that God desires mercy and not sacrifice. And mercy is maybe kind of a key word for those of us who are on missions. Because mercy is what it's all about for us. Mercy means showing kindness to someone who doesn't necessarily deserve it. Which is what we're striving to do. In this passage, Jesus is kind of showing mercy to his disciples who are hungry and need something to eat. And in order to eat grain on the Sabbath, they have to technically break the law. And Jesus defends them. He sticks up for them when the Pharisees are accusing them. Jesus shows the greatest mercy to everyone by loving even when they don't deserve it. Last Sunday, maybe you remember if you went to Mass on Sunday. I know you did here. I wasn't here for that Mass, but... It was the the parable of the Good Samaritan, which is maybe the the best example, the best story in the Gospels uh, showing mercy of a man who bends over the needs of someone else who's, who's broken and hurt and beaten up, who's lying in the ditch in desperate need. It's one of the works of mercy. You've probably heard of the the Catholic corporal works of mercy, right? There's a list of Seven different ways of showing mercy to someone. Feeding the hungry, caring for those who are sick, visiting those who are alone, right? Um, We have uh, the tradition in the church of showing mercy to those who are in need. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing here on missions, helping out those who are in need. Um, You know, mercy in the Christian sense is different from just volunteering or trying to help out others the way that the world sees it. There's lots of good people out there in the world who like to volunteer, who like to maybe work at a soup kitchen or feed the homeless in some way. And there's something good in that. But the Christian sense of mercy goes a lot deeper than that. In Christianity, it has a meaning of serving Christ. Mother Teresa of Calcutta was probably one of the the saints who who most perfectly lived this out. I read a story about her uh, once that there was this... um, this reporter who was visiting Mother Teresa and he had the chance to be in the chapel with her while she was praying. And she was there kneeling on the ground in the chapel and absorbed in prayer, talking to Christ in her heart. And um, someone came in, one of the other nuns came in and approached her and tapped her on the shoulder, interrupted her prayer. So this guy was thinking, whoa, man, you know, when someone's that caught up in prayer, it must be hard to be interrupted. Mother Teresa turned very gently to to this other sister and answered her with kindness and got up and went with her to do what she needed her to do. Um, So later on he asked her, what's it like for you when someone interrupts you in prayer? Isn't it frustrating for you? And she said, I just turned from one Christ to another Christ. She didn't mean that there are two different Christs in the world. What she means is that she's able to see Christ in everyone around her. And when someone else, another person, comes to ask her for some kind of service or some kind of help, she serves Christ in that person. So it's actually like she's not really leaving prayer when she goes to serve others. She's just serving Christ in a different way. And her and her sisters live that out every day. I got the chance to uh, spend some time with the Sisters of Charity, the Missionaries of Charity in Haiti when we went on missions there when I was still a brother in formation in the seminary. And Haiti is uh, the poorest of, of 
all of the countries in, in the Americas, right? Most destitute poverty, it's, it was really striking. One of the ministries that the Missionaries of Charity have in Haiti is a house for the dying. It's just an institution um, where they bring in people off the street who are dying, who are sick to the point where they can't get better, and they take care of them in their last days. It's an interesting concept because they're not actually able to save the lives of these people. All they do is treat them well and love them while they're suffering, while they're in their last days of life. So while we were there, I got to volunteer with, uh, with them, and one of the men who was there in a bed had, had been in some kind of accident, and he had wounds all over his body where the skin had been torn off. So they had bandaged up his wounds, they were covered up, but every day the bandages had to be changed because they were full of pus and blood. And, and in order to keep them clean, they had to change them every day and disinfect the wounds. So that was my job for that day. And I remember that because they were teaching us their spirituality of seeing Christ in those that were serving. Right? That's, the way of, that's their way of loving Christ, is by loving this man. So that day, it really struck me because I had been really busy that morning and hadn't had time to do my meditation. My, we legionaries do an hour of prayer every day. And while I was there uh, taking off this man's bandages, it occurred to me that I had the opportunity to spend an hour with Christ just caring for this man instead of, instead of actually spending an hour in prayer. I was just, just with him in, the, in this man. Um, you know, Jesus says in another passage in the gospel, that whatever you do to the least of these brothers of mine, you do it to me. So Jesus identifies himself with those who are suffering. He identifies himself with those who are in need. He tells us that when we do something for someone who's in need, we're actually doing it to him. That verse comes from the passage where he's talking about what it takes to get into heaven. It's the passage of the final judgment. Those who are on the left are those who didn't do good to him. And those who are on his right are those who did do good to him in those who are, in those who are poor and suffering. So that's really beautiful. And the missionaries of charity, they also have this really beautiful thing about their spirituality that in every single one of their chapels, underneath the crucifix, they have written on the wall the words, I thirst, in whatever language it is. In Haiti, they had it in Haitian Creole. Uh, I've seen it in Rome in Italian. I thirst is written there. And what that means is that they see Christ thirsting in the poor who are thirsty. In the same way they see Christ is hungry in the poor who are hungry. Um, this is something essential to our faith, and something that we need to live out if we're going to be real Christians. And I think that's pretty cool that you guys are here on missions and that we get to, we get to start practicing that. You know, the other day uh, when we were going to Jackson Square for the... Um, Operation Adoration, we had a huge dinner and we had a whole bunch of leftover food and we decided to package it up and take it out and give it away, right? I think we gave it all away, didn't we? So, um, and it, just, it was just striking to me, it's like, that's a really beautiful thing and when we're on missions, it just seems natural to us to do that, you know? I would hope that all of you would, would leave this mission at the end uh, wanting to live that out every day. Like, put that into practice every day of your lives. Really, there's nothing stopping us. There's nothing stopping you from, like, buying an extra pack of granola bars and having them in your car so that when you see some, a home, homeless person on the street in Dallas or wherever you go, you can give them something, right? Um, let's, let's try to live the missionary spirit every day of our lives because I believe that that's, that's, uh, 
real Christianity. And, and what's more, I think that more than just waiting for the moment to come when we have the opportunity to do that, you know, a lot of us live in, in pretty nice neighborhoods and we don't see homeless people every day, right? That means that we should, we should plan for opportunities to do that. We should make opportunities in our lives to, to do good for others um, and do it with that real Christian sense rather than just you know, volunteering and trying to have a good time. Strive to see Christ in those that we're loving. Strive to love Christ in those that we're feeding or those that we're helping who are in need.